and welcome back to another episode of the Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana and I'm here to tell you the real truth about Brazil. So I am happy to tell you that this episode is Q&A all about Brazil and Brazilian culture, which is really funny. I First of all, I'm so grateful that I got so many questions. I did not expect this, although I did publish in a bunch of Facebook groups and Patreon communities that people were free to submit any questions they had about Brazil or Brazilian culture. And I'm so glad that so many people actually asked questions. I did not expect this whatsoever. And I was very happy with the questions. I actually had to do a little research on one of them. But I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and get to know more of my country. And before we get to the questions, please make sure to follow, subscribe and review this podcast. And if you don't follow yet, please follow the podcast on Instagram at the Brazilian POV podcast. And without further ado, let's get to the questions. Okay, so the first one, I'm going to go hard on this one. How do Brazilians perceive Americans and American life? Okay, so it's pretty divided. I know that some Brazilians, I'm not even going to say half because I'm not sure if it's half, but a few Brazilians, they just love people from other countries. But then there is this other part of Brazilians that really do not like people from the U.S., And this is about American life as well. By the way, I am literally just um, saying the questions as they were asked. So uh, these people that are not fans, they're not fans because they feel like people from the U.S. completely disregard other cultures and other countries. And I'm going to explain why. So it's the United States of America, and I know that it's a shortened version, America, say America. And I'm not sure if it's somewhat, something that other countries really feel, because America is a continent, so it's North, Central, and South America. And when they say, oh, I'm American, well, if you think about it, I'm American as well, because I'm Brazilian, I'm just South American. You are North American if you're from the U.S. And then sometimes we do feel like you are disregarding our cultures and you really don't really accept, not even accept, but disconsider that there are other countries in America and America is not a country, it's a continent, you know? And I feel, I really hope you understand this is not coming from a bad place. It's just how we feel. And it really bothers so many people. And I'm just saying this here because I really feel like it's a safe place to say this. Because I feel that people who would think it's rubbish would not even be listening to this podcast. So I really hope that you don't take the bad way. But it's pretty divided. Some Brazilians love people from the U.S. and some just hate because of this. Biggest difference between Brazilian and American culture. Um, I think 
this is gonna come out so mean, but I really hope that you understand. So Brazilians might think that people from the U.S. are kind of stiff and cold, and I know that it's completely cultural. And you might think that Brazilians are too forward or too intimate or anything like this. You know, it's just different points of view. So I think, honestly, that is the biggest difference of all. We are kind of more forward and we're kind of intimate. Like, honestly, we say hi to people we've never met just hugging and kissing. So, and you handshake. So it's really, really different. I think this is the biggest one. What do Brazilians think of Americans who move to Brazil? I think, I mean, honestly, it's kind of, um, I think it, really connects with the first question just because if a person from the U.S. is moving to Brazil it's ex he, he or she is accepting the culture and is really interested in the country and what Brazilians really like is for people from other countries really wanting to know more about Brazil and our culture and everything so um, I cannot even say this for sure because I do not know any person from the U.S. that ever came to Brazil to live here but I think it's it's a good it's on a good note you know that we accept I even talked about this a little bit with Holly on her episode on her episode of coming to Brazil to live here for an exchange and she was really welcomed so, um, yeah. What made you want to start a podcast? So I really, really wanted to start this podcast just because I always felt like people did not know a thing about Brazil or Brazilian culture. Some people really do think that Brazil is in Asia or Europe. They don't even have a clue. And I really did some research and I know that there isn't any other podcast that I know of that really talks about Brazil and Brazilian culture. And I think that was really missing because people are quite interested. Some people are. And yeah, that was the idea to really get out of there and show people my culture. How did you come up with the name? So I wanted the podcast not to be entirely about Brazil all the time. I wanted to change up a little bit, and that's what I do. I record episodes of certain topics and just give the Brazilian point of view of things and kind of compare in an amicable way about with other, other cultures. So I think it was more of um, not just teaching literally just being all-time educational podcast about Brazil Brazilian culture but really just doing something that would be really fun as well and give the Brazilian point of view in different topics that was pretty much the idea what's your favorite episode so far that's such a hard question. I love my episodes, literally all of them, and I cannot pick, to pick a favorite, 
But before recording, I can say that I was the most excited about a specific uh, a specific episode that was Gluten Free Sucks with Sarah Whitney. If you did not listen to that episode yet, you don't know, but I am celiac. I have the celiac disease, which means that I cannot eat gluten for my life. And I was diagnosed in 2017. And since then, it's been me. I do not know personally anyone else that has a celiac disease. And it sucks because people cannot fully understand how hard it is to get gluten-free food and really have a normal life being celiac here in Brazil or at all. And then I saw that Sarah also had the celiac disease and she's pretty much the same age as I am. So I was very, very, very excited to record an episode with her and just to talk about being celiac and how hard it can be and everything related to someone my age. And I was really excited for that one just because it was very personal, I guess, but I don't have a favorite episode whatsoever. This one was like so funny for me. I thought about this like a few years ago, but the fact that this question was asked, I love this one. Are avocados very large in Brazil? Yes, honestly, it's so funny because we have really large avocados. And I know that in the U.S. when I would watch YouTubers, it would be like a mini avocado and I would be like, oh my God, this is so tiny. What the hell? And uh, just so you guys know, it would be of your avocados, it would be two or three the size of one herb here in Brazil. And it's so sad, but I hate avocados and I would love to just love it, but it really, it's I feel like it's really, really bad. I cannot eat them for my life, which is terrible because I have full access to them here. What is the most underrated spot to visit here in Brazil? Ooh, underrated. Honestly, we have so many places that are so amazing, but, oh my God, I cannot, I can barely choose. Okay, so there's actually like, other question about this that is recommended places to visit and why so I'm just gonna say in general because I've never personally been to all of those places which I really want to go and I think that I will have the opportunity to go more this um, following years right now but if you go to the beaches in the northeast of northeastern northeast northeast of the country, you will find beautiful beaches. They they have like such warm water. It's just, it feels like true paradise. There is also Fernando de Noronha, which is an archipelago. And um, honestly, just look it up online. You will fall in love completely. And if you go more inside the country, you can find Chapadas you can find two or three that are more famous and they are just so absolutely beautiful. I think, I think like if you, um, 
are tourists, you are more drawn towards Rio. And don't get me wrong, Rio is just absolutely amazing. I think you do have to stop there if you're coming to Brazil. But if you really dig deep into places to visit here in Brazil, you will find amazing places that are not so visited by tourists from other countries and you can find true beauties that are like low-key undiscovered that only Brazilians go but you will have the time of your life and you will I don't know you will be mesmerized I know this I'm going to list every honestly I'm going to list these places that I just said on the description so if you can if you want to look it up and I think you really should what is the best time to travel to Brazil? Just come in the middle of the semester, I think, until I think March, um, October, November. I think it would be good months to come because it will be quite warm, but not extremely hot that you will feel like dying and you can fully enjoy the beaches if you are coming for the beaches how do you feel about tourism um so it's okay it's good I think it's nice that so many people from other countries really want to come and enjoy Brazil and all of that I think it's so cool but the only thing is that I feel like a few tourists really think that they can do whatever the hell they want here in Brazil. And it's not quite like that. You, We have laws, you know? You cannot just do whatever the hell you want. So um, I think that's a very huge misconception that some tourists have about Brazil. So if it's cool, uh, if you are respectful, it's okay, you know? But just really try to be respectful. That's the only thing I'm going to point out. So now we're going to food. What native dish captures the essence of who or what Brazil is? Do you have a favorite Brazilian food or multiple favorites? Well, um, so Brazil is a huge country and we have really specific and famous dishes from different states and different regions. So unfortunately, I've not, I haven't been to all regions and all states here in Brazil yet, but I can say for my state, I love cheese bread and I love brigadeiro, which is actually from the entire Brazil. And also I think you could say from Brazil, it would be coxinha. Everyone loves it. And pastel. These are actually, honestly, snacks, <laughs> I just said. And a dessert, which is brigadeiro. But if you had to pick, I think, a dish from my state, it would be either feijão tropeiro or feijoada, which is also beans with pork. And it's usually served with kale and orange. And sometimes people usually like to add rice as well. But that's what it is. And uh, I think my favorite Brazilian food, oh my God, I'm sorry. It's not like a food itself, but it's a snack. 
which is Koshinya. I love Koshinya. So good. It's okay. So Koshinya is like a little snack which has chicken and this specific kind of cheese, which is kind of cream cheese, but creamier. And also gonna list all of these foods on the description if you want to look it up, but all of them are just so good, honestly. I've heard that New Year's in Brazil on the beach is the most magical event. Is this true? Yes, it is. If you've seen on TV, I got really mad that, well, obviously coronavirus is hitting and it hit in New Year's as well, but which was so sad. I spent on the couch of the living room. I think a lot of people can relate to that as well, but from 2019 to 2020, New Year's, I spent on the beach and I love doing this. We have amazing traditions. We do throw flowers to Yemanja, which is this mystical folklore creature that we have here in Brazil. We offered flowers to her and we jump seven waves and each wave that you jump, you get to make a wish. And we have this amazing traditions to spend New Year's on the beach and the fireworks are just amazing. The most famous one, obviously, is in Rio de Janeiro, which is in Copacabana. I really like spending um, New Year's there. You can see it true happiness from everyone. You can see so many Brazilians, so many tourists, and everyone's so happy. And you can really get the essence of Brazilian people during these kind of moments, you know? And um, I really love it. It's truly magical. And I think that everyone should experience this at least once in their life. What? Okay, so this one, if was a creepy dude asking, I would not respond. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was a woman. So what are the women in Brazil eating slash doing to be the most beautiful in the world? That is so absolutely sweet. I have no idea, honestly. I think if you Google this, it will be like those articles that, oh, they are truly so happy and everything. Um, I don't know, honestly. I think that there are beautiful women every every single country in the world. And I think... The whole thing about Brazilian women being the most beautiful in the world is just a result of the media hypersexualizing Brazilians. And it's just something that it's been said for so long that I think everyone just says this these days, but it's not like it's something that it's 100% true because I have no idea how to even answer this question. Honestly, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I think it's just a result from the media, really. Did the Brazilian thong bikini really start there? I think so. Honestly, this one I didn't really research because it's pretty clear to me that if you go to other countries, the bottom part of bikini, it really covers the whole butt. And here it doesn't. But it's something very cultural because 
I, I have no idea when this happened. I have absolutely no idea how this happened. But I remember, so I did a high school exchange program when I was 16. I went to the Netherlands and we had this day that we were going to swim because of this thing in school. And I remember that I took there my biggest bathing suit that I had and then I tried it and my host family said that, no, this is actually quite small. And it wasn't. I was 16. I was a kid and my mom would never buy me a small bottom, but I literally had to buy another bikini to go to this because I didn't want people to talk about me or anything and then I really bought the bikini that covered the whole butt and I never wore it again because we just do not wear this here in Brazil so and honestly thong bikini I mean it's not even a thong really at least I cannot even remember if one of my friends even really uses a thong bikini. It's like a smaller, but not like thong 100%, you know? I think it's just really an image of the media, really, that puts in what Brazil, what Brazilians wear in the beach, but it's not really so much like that. Honestly, I've seen many, many people from the U.S. wearing smaller bikinis than people usually in the rural wear here in Brazil, to be very honest. So this is like really a good question. That This one is the one that I really had to do some research. Did Brazilian waxing start there? So here is called just wax, waxing, really. It's not Brazilian waxing. That would be I mean, they wouldn't make any sense. But the Brazilian waxing was brought to the US from, by seven Brazilian sisters to New York in 1987. And uh, here is quite common, but it's just like everyone's grooming choices. So it's not like everyone does the Brazilian waxing here. What is the biggest misconception people not from Brazil have? I think it's that thing that, well, everything's just like so beautiful. People here are the most beautiful ones in the world and everything's just so perfect and everything's just pure fun, you know? And I think this is kind of the biggest misconception, the cultural misconception that people have from Brazilian Brazilians. It's not really like that. We also have law and rules. So yeah, it's not everything, not every day's paradise. What are Brazilian girls like when it comes to sexual attraction? This is also something that was brought up in a really wrong way by the media. It's just like every single other woman and girl in the world, really. It's nothing crazy and different. It's just like the same thing. Please do not believe this hypersexualization that media brings up about Brazil because it's not true. What is school like in Brazil and how does it work? That was such a fun question. I really like it because I know that you have the U.S., for example. I, I know that is so different in 
every country, but the most of my listeners are from the U.S. That's why I'm going to say specifically about the U.S. So you have middle school and junior high and high school and everything. So here in Brazil is pretty much, so it's periodos first, and then it's until you're six. And then from seven until you are 14, it's like fundamental school kind of but the thing is that you can do all of this your entire school in just one school you don't have to change like from middle school is just one school and then you change to another school that is junior high and then you change to another one that is high school I'm not sure if this is how it works but if it is it's not the case you can do everything just one school so it's periodos until it's six you're six and then from seven to 14 it's fundamental um taught kind of I'm, I'm really trying to literally translate this and then it what it would be high school is the only the last three years of school that are first second and third um how would I say yeah like the compared to high school pretty much so I don't know if this was confusing, but this is pretty much how it works. I'm so sorry. Do you have any parts of your local culture which you particularly enjoy? Yes, I love how Brazilians are very warm people and we are truly very happy. I think you can have this kind of experience if you go to a Brazilian party you will see how amazing it is. Brazilians really do know how to party. It's about just having so much fun and dancing. And I, it's, it's perfect. I love Brazilian parties. This is something that I would not change for the world. What advice would you give to tourists planning to visit Brazil when it's safe to do so? Well, be really respectful. Don't think that everything is messy here, that you can do whatever you want because it's just not like that. So just be really respectful of our culture and if ev about everything. And don't be rude, pretty much. That's what I would say. What do you love about being Brazilian? I, exactly this. I love that we're so warm and happy people. I really do love that. Brazilians identify each other and they they really okay so for example let me explain this when you are a Brazilian in another country you might feel sometimes that you're kind of needy because you are lacking of that love and warmth that we have here in Brazil and when you see another Brazilian they're going to be like you don't know them but you're like immediately friends because we really like to find each other in other countries and help each other. So I really like this um, aspect of the Brazilian culture. I think it's really nice. So a few people asked me to talk about carnival in Brazil. So fun. I love it. Carnival is legit my favorite holiday in the year. So good. This is also something else that everyone should come to Brazil to experience because you are going to witness pure happiness, pure happiness. So I literally got 
goosebumps because I I miss carnival so much. It was we were supposed to have this um, last month, obviously not because of COVID, but I miss carnival so much. It's amazing. It's a bunch of people dressing up, putting on costumes, not full costumes, but it can be like a fairy or a mermaid or a unicorn or a Greek god or whatever. And you go out on the streets and there is music everywhere and you just drink the whole day for four days straight. It's just so good. It's pure happiness and people come, go to different cities from all over Brazil. So obviously the most famous one is in Rio and then there's also Salvador and now my city which is Belo Horizonte, we call BH, is growing. Carnival Carnival here is growing so much and it's so fun. My mom really likes to travel during Carnival, but we haven't done this for a few years since it's growing just because it's so good. I would not spend Carnival anywhere else in the world. How family operates, generational, generational traditions, and how it's changed or stayed the same. Funny enough, families here in Brazil, it's different according to the state. So my state, which is Minas Gerais, um, family schools, we really like to meet in every single situation. That's why COVID hit so hard for my family specifically, we all miss each other so much. It's just really hard. Um, but here in Minas Gerais, the families are so close. In Sao Paulo, I think they're not as close. In Rio, I think not as well. I'm so sorry, I might be wrong. But either way, if you compare Brazil to other countries, Brazilian families are extremely close to each other. And I mean extended families. Like literally we are very close with my great-grandmother's cousin. Like that's how far it goes. We like to meet for literally everything, every single birthday, every single celebration is just, is a really amazing support system. And uh, obviously things have been lighting up from generation to generation, but I would say that my uh, family, even the elder ones, they are pretty cool, honestly. They accept a lot of things. They are very, they're not really conservative. So, but it all obviously changes a lot. Is Portuguese hard to learn? Harder than English or easier? So I would say that it's harder, but I'm going to explain why specifically Portuguese from Brazil. So you can write a word and then you can say it completely different that is written just because we change it. I don't know why we do this, but I think, I, I actually, I don't think, I have no idea how we do this, but probably that's why it's kind of hard. And if you get the four languages, Portuguese, Spanish, Italian, and French, four of them come from Latin, Portuguese is the hardest one to learn. But it's not impossible. And Brazilians love P1, 
people from other countries who try to learn Portuguese and know Portuguese. And even if the accent is not perfect, we just love this because you're trying. From a native point of view, what is Brazil best known for and what are you most proud of? Most proud of is the warmth, 100%. I know that I'm repeating myself, but I'm not gonna lie. We do not have many things to be proud of at this moment. So I think the warmth and what is Brazil best known for? I guarantee 100% that is from the beach beaches, Rio, I know it is, even though there is so much more to know. What are elements of Brazilian culture that you think everyone should appreciate or be aware of? So I think should appreciate, I think the cuisine, honestly, the cuisine and the partying and um, yeah, I think these things really should be aware of the bureaucracy of every little thing that there is in here. If you want to get a document, well, prepare yourself for that. My mom is Brazilian and now we live in Canada. Are you living outside Brazil too? If so, how do you like it? If not, would you ever consider moving to a different country? That's so cool. I love when people from other countries have Brazilian parents love that they are just I don't know there's something different about them I've met them and also Camila Mendes from Riverdale as well I love her this is like my dream guest of all times gonna throw this into the universe um no I'm not living outside Brazil I am Brazilian currently living in Brazil although I've lived outside Brazil three times in Spain, the Netherlands, and in the United States, in Boston specifically. I like living in Brazil, but I have considered many times and might be considering again to move to a different country. I think I would move to another country in Europe, I think. I really want a quiet, chill life and because of the recent events, and I mean recent, the past years here in Brazil, I don't get this peaceful feeling anymore. And I really want this. So I think I would move to a country in Europe, although I'm not sure which one yet. How is Brazilian music different to music in the US? So we have different genres of music here. We have bossa nova, we have MPB, we have samba, obviously everyone knows this one. We have sertanejo, which is really funny because Cardi B loves sertanejo. I have no idea how she found out about this. And we have Brazilian funk. And if it's a genre of music that I recommend 100% that you listen to is Brazilian funk, because the beat is just unparalleled compared to other beats of music all over the world. We have Anita that has been doing featuring music with different artists in the world and Cardi B as well and Taiga, and, you know, she's really exporting Brazilian funk and it's so cool. I think you should 
listen to one of the songs. I'm going to leave at least two in the description so you can really see what I mean. And finally, I, le I left this one for last. How did Brazil handle coronavirus? So we didn't. We are not handling it. And I don't know what we're going to do. If you Google Brazil COVID, you will see how much of a mess it is. We are having over 3,000 deaths a day. I think we already surpassed 200,000 deaths. I'm pretty sure um, we have a president that is denying COVID. He's the only one in the world that is denying COVID. He refused to buy vaccines for the population. We are so far behind. It's the nightmare that Brazilians created for themselves. I just want to make it 100% clear. I did not vote for him. I tried to warn people that it would be a bad idea. Only people did not believe because they did not, did not want to vote for the other party because they had a full history with corruption and they wanted a change, which I 100% understand. But come on, you only vote for change if it's a good change, because if it's a bad change, like, what the hell are you voting for? And people that voted for him and say that they did not know that it would be like this, they're lying because I 100% knew that it would be like this. Well, not 100% because I didn't know about the pandemic. But he never lied about who he is. He's a misogynist. He's homophobic. He is racist. racist and he fully really supports torture and the dictatorship that we had here in Brazil in the 1900s. And he is very disgusting. He is really a genocide. I'm just going to say this. He's a genocide. He's disgusting, despicable little man. And we, um, we are pretty much, we don't have a government, if I would say, because the government governs and we don't have this here. So the governors of the states are having to do things and we are back to March 2020, but worse, we are in lockdown. People are dying because there aren't enough, there isn't enough space in hospitals for everyone. And it's really bad. And I'm just really pointing it out here in the end of this episode, just because I need people from other countries to know. Here in Brazil, it's really hard to do stuff to end this now. We only have elections next year in the end of the year of October, November, you know, so it's really bad and it's not going to end until people from other countries, actually other countries and governors from other countries do something because it's clear to us now that here in Brazil, if we are left alone to do something or not, nothing's going to happen. And the pandemic is not really going to be over until everyone is vaccinated and that the virus is eradicated in every single country. And we already had the Brazilian variation. So just take that as a hint of how everything is here. If you could spread the word on how bad it is, it would really help, really, because there's 
only so much we can do. And unfortunately, now we are not able to do much about it. But on that note, thank you guys so much um, for listening to this episode, really. Thank you so much for submitting your questions. I had no idea that I would have so many questions. I am so happy, so grateful and thankful for all of you. I didn't know that people had questions about so many different things about Brazil. That's really cool. That's why I started the podcast in the first place. And thank you so much, really. And I hope to see you back with a guest next week. Bye, everyone.